Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Gambling! In your face. Swear to wash. Yeah. <laughs> the other day I saw, I saw a picture of uh, Bane standing next to his stunt double, and somebody captioned it, This will be painful for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I mean, I enjoyed Bane. Have you seen that movie yet? Oh yeah, no, yeah, I saw it yeah, in theaters. Okay, okay oh, yeah, it's so that's good. Right. That's right. We talked about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I enjoyed Bane. Oh, totally, totally. In fact, I, I would see that movie again. Yeah, he, yeah, for Christmas maybe. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's just coming out on DVD this Tuesday. Well, you know, I'm waiting for the, uh, for the, for the Lucas like, um, like entitled edition where they like put Christmas hats on everyone and oh, it's Christmas yeah. in Gotham. I mean, if that movie had come out second, well. Obviously, it couldn't have come out second. If Bane had been the villain in the second movie mm. before Heath Ledger's Joker, right. I think people would have liked Bane a lot. Oh, sure. But I mean, he he came after Heath Ledger's Joker, which was impossible to fill, and still managed to do a pretty good job. You know, I don't think... Uh, nobody hated on Bane at all. You know, yeah. no, nobody was like, oh, fuck Bane. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fuck Bane. I mean, seriously. <laughs> so, dude, this week... Uh, I've done something that I haven't really done in a long time, which is just play video games nonstop. Ah. I picked up a game, and I was just instantly hooked. And uh, I was telling you about it last week, Saints Row the Third. Yes. They just released, God, I was kind of kicking myself. They just released, like, a Game of the Year uh, edition, mm. which is kind of like the original game, and then all of their DLC packs kind of rolled up into one game. Yep. So it's kind of like, uh, if you're anti-DLC, if you think it's a ripoff, you're like, oh, well, it's the real game. Yeah, you just wait long enough. Yeah, well, I didn't wait long enough, apparently. Because <laughs> I logged in, I logged in, and I was like, oh, they're selling the complete edition. Oh, it just came out. Fuck. Yeah, and like you open the game, and it's like, oh, I should have waited, suck a bitch. I know. Well, I, <laughs> I thought I got a good deal on it. Well, maybe. Well, you're enjoying it. That's all that matters. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I just came off of Kingdoms, Kingdoms of uh, Muffle Miller, uh, Kingdom of Amalur Reckoning. I thought you were going to say Kingdom Hearts. A new, uh, no, I, I, I played a little bit of Kingdom Hearts too, and God, that was enough, man. I was like, I'm, I'm all for, for, um, for gay or even metrosexual characters in video games, but Kingdom Hearts, too many, too many, too all the time. God. There's too many of the gay. I was, just, I was just like, seriously, man. I came in here for Final Fantasy and Disney. You know, I don't need. Uh, I, I, right, anyway, um, so Eric. I was telling you about uh, last week. I was like, Saints Row the Third. It's like they made a better GTA. Right? Ah, that's right. I remember you saying that. So I'm going to tell you my top reasons that Saints Row the Third is better than all GTA games ever. Pshaw. You've played GTA, so you know what I'm talking about. Of course. I've uh, played some of them. I played GTA 3. Well, mm -hmm. I played 2 Yeah. before it was cool. Yes. I played 3 when everyone did. I played 4, The Vice City. Yes. And then I never got past it, or I never, you know, uh, Liberty City and San Andreas came out, and I just kind of mm -hmm. let them let them go by me. Right, exactly. They were just like a little little buffed up, uh, you know. They put some spit pilot polish on GTA Three. Yeah. You know, they let you get fat, you know, in a video game in San Andreas, and the map was bigger, but mm -hmm. uh, the gameplay was, was pretty much the same, and uh, the missions were boring. GTA has always had boring missions. I've not, I've yet to find like. Uh, a mission in Saints Row the Third that bored me. Mm. Like, uh, all, all scattered throughout the city, 
are our missions and they're all kind of like once you once you beat a certain mission like then like another mission just like it will unlock somewhere else in the city and they're awesome it's like they're like all right you want to go on a mission here we go tank mission boom we're just going to give you a tank which is exactly what you want and in fact like you could even like call some dude on a cell phone uh if you unlock it in the game and he will deliver a tank to your position okay that's fun that's great so number two uh, there's both escalations for police and gangs. So there's like a there's like three different gangs in the city. There's also police everywhere, and you can piss off either one or both. And uh, and you know like there's various escalations. Like like the like more cars full of gang members will come and ram into you. Helicopters with snipers will come. Uh, but my favorite is once you fill up the uh, the escalation meter in this game, uh, spe like special guys will come. Like you remember, Ooh, special. I know. Yeah, like the special club at school, but no, no. Uh, so in in GTA, the special guys were like the police, and then the SWAT team would show up. Yes. And that and the SWAT team, you were basically screwed because it's a bunch of dudes. They all have machine guns. They all have armor, and there's usually helicopters sniping you from above. Yeah. In this game, there's like mutants, right? Giant hulks of men. With either like machine guns or flamethrowers or just like giant muscles that will uh. come that will come and get you, and uh, one of the gangs has like has like these like chicks on rollerblades with uh, axes that will come and get you that are just like zipping around the screen like a mile, million miles per hour. Uh, the police, if you piss them off enough, like um, like they'll send in army hummers with machine gun mounted on top. There's just a lot of variety, and you can you can never like tell like exactly what's gonna happen next. Hmm. You know, so the, a ton more variety, and you could definitely last longer. Uh, the more you, the more you play the game, the more you can level up your abilities. So, like you can spend money that you get in the game to like upgrade like your health, upgrade your health regeneration. You know, upgrade the damage that you make with uh, with guns or how much damage you take. So it's got us. Hmm. It's got a lot of customization, and it's and it's not like just like. There's a lot of, like, a whatever customization. Like, you could change your character to be whatever you want. Like, at any point in time. Eh, whatever. Like, the, the fun customization is really cool. Seeing that you just touched on a point What's there. That? And I have something for you. Oh? It's <laughs> it's the greatest game of all time. The uh, Is it a new game? The greatest, yes. Because I thought of it an hour ago. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Wait. <laughs> so, remember when we were kids, uh, and there was a yes. couple times on TV when they had, like, cartoon all-stars, where they had, like, this one half-hour episode where all the cartoon characters from different cartoons jumped into one episode to, like, save little Tommy from doing drugs? That's right. It was all to stop the, the older brother from doing weed. Yeah, and so, the, you know, it, like, you had, like, the Muppet Babies and Alf mm -hmm. and the Ninja Turtles yeah. and the Smurfs. And Garfield. Garfield, and then a couple dipshit cartoons. Right. And the, and the the villain was like this smoke cloud. Yeah. It was the greatest. Like, that was pretty sweet. It was also, it was like, it was also really weird. I mean, it's too bad there wasn't more violence in it. Well, there was that part where um, where they're like, the Muppet Babies are taking you on a roller coaster ride through hell. They're like yeah. scaring him straight. They're like, Kermit's like, oh, this is uh, what goes inside, inside your uh, brain. When you're high, and he's like, "Oh fuck, there's people fucking torturing each other and fucking mutilating people and ah, death and destruction." Yeah. So, 
you know, I'm thinking you need something like that for video games. Okay. And you have that for racing, like Mario Kart or Sonic All-Stars. Mm-hmm. You have that for fighting, Super Smash Brothers. True. But you don't really have it on the ultimate way to do it. I mean, and I will say, and nobody knows about this game, that like uh, Capcom and a few other companies have thrown together their people for like weird-ass strategy RPGs that no one will ever play. Well, see, because you, you said strategy RPGs. Mm-hmm. We need like an action-adventure world. Here, oh, Just hear me out. Here we go. Okay. All right, so video game world. Uh-huh. It's being destroyed by the nothing from okay. NeverEnding Story. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> so the nothing, man, you're already coming in choppy here. So the nothing is coming in and destroying video game world. Mm. All the video game characters must unite to destroy it. Okay. But, unfortunately, the bad guys, being who they are, have thrown their lot in with the nothing. Sure. So you've got this one game, and you've got, like, all the top characters from all the other games all playable. So you got Mario, Sonic, Ryu, Sweet Tooth, Spider-Man, Wolverine, <laughs> Kirby, Link, Solid Snake, Master Chief, Leon Kennedy, Cloud, Dirk the Daring. Oh, okay. Bad Dudes, Lara Croft, <laughs> Prince of Persia, Ricky Maru. Guybrush Threepwood. Mostly all dudes. Sausage Fest. Guybrush Threepwood is awesome. This is true. I said Lara Croft. (laughs) Um, Mega Man, Earthworm Jim, Donatello, Optimus Prime, Mm -hmm. Batman, Ezio, the dude from Siphon Filter, Uh, Agent 47, Nathan Drake, Liu Kang, Goku, Yoshi, Pac-Man, Aladdin, Ratchet and Clank, and... Peyton Manning. Oh my God! Because Madden is a very popular video game. There you go. I mean, right. I, or you so, could, or you could just have Goku. I mean, that's how powerful he is. So all those guys are playable when you get to the start mm-hmm. screen. Mm-hmm. All those guys are playable, and you're like, ah! there's no unlocking, there's no buying, none of that bullshit. They're all boom right there. And you know, obviously, you could have like a thousand more characters, but I was trying to like pick, pick one from like each. You know, I didn't pick all the Avengers or all the X Men. You know, you just <laughs> pick, you know, like the top guy from each one of those things. Mm-hmm. Now, you go through the game, and there's all different kinds of levels. So first of all, it's like um, it's an open adventure world. Okay. So you go wherever you want, whenever you want. But when you go into a certain zone or a city, then you have missions like GTA, but way, way sweeter missions. Okay. And it's basically to save the world. And the longer you play the game, it counts the hours. The longer you play the game, the more the world deteriorates as the nothing eats it. Hmm. So you only have like 120 hours, let's just say, to win this game. And even if you're really close, if it hits 120 and you haven't beat it yet, the nothing has eaten the world and you, you're dead. Damn. So it's like it's open adventure, but you got to spend your time wisely. Don't hmm. fuck around too much. All right, but at the same it. time, it doesn't lead you where to go. So you just had to kind of wander around and figure it out. Gotcha. Put the pieces together. Okay. So now, like I said, you're trying to stop the nothing and stuff, and you had to do it. You don't even know how to stop it, so you have to run around and just try and find clues, anyways. But you're running into all the bad guy video game characters because they're all colossal douchebags. Mm-hmm. It's like some people just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> <laughs> so. You uh, you run into all these uh, mini bosses, hmm. but every time you fight one of them, it's like a different kind of game, like based on where they're from. So it's like you, you might be like all of a sudden you get pulled into like a, a fighting game, okay. or whatever you call those uh, fights when Final Fantasy guys fight. Oh, like uh, turn based like, like JRPG, yeah, turn based yeah, yeah. battle. So based on what bad guy you go up against. So bad guys, uh, you got Bowser, Sephiroth, Bison, <laughs> Mother Brain, 
Carnage, Magneto, King Hippo, Wario, Dr. Robotnik, Darth Vader, Albert Wesker's and a shit ton of zombies. <laughs> the Undertaker from all those fucking WWE <laughs> yes. games. Choke you and bats come out. Shredder, Megatron, and Sub-Zero. Okay. So as you're wandering across the world, these guys are, and of course there's like a zillion like robots, zombies, Dracula, vampires, whatever you want to fight. But like these guys are like leading the hordes of the mercenaries that are taking over the world. And they're, they're the agents of the nothing. So, you know, they're like mini bosses all around. Okay. So, now here is the greatest part. Now, as I said before, you could play as any of those characters. And you can switch out whenever you want. Okay. But here's the biggest part. When they die, they don't come back. Oh, shit. Fire Emblem style. You got one life to live. So if Kirby dies, he ain't coming back. Pick another character, and you can't play as Kirby for the rest of the game. Because this right. is to save as we go. So if you lose a character, he's gone. All right. So it's like if your guy's getting low, switch him out. And then if you now occasionally you're gonna run into health icons, and if you see a health icon, you have to decide which one of your awesome characters that's on death row that you want to uh, <laughs> sub in and heal. Mm-hmm. So you know you might have like uh, Donatello. And Optimus Prime are both almost dead, and you run across some Energon and a pizza, and you're like, all right, who do I give this to? <laughs> but this thing, that when they die, they can't ever come back because it's saving as we go, and it knows. So as you go along the game, you're, you're losing your dudes, and certain levels are set up to be better for certain characters. So it's not. I'm not saying you need the Prince of Persia mm-hmm. to get across a flippy sand level because you also have Aladdin. <laughs> yes. So, you know, you could sub Aladdin in. Or when you get to a swim level, you know, you might have a certain character that's better. Any character can get through, but certain ones are they're easier than other ones. So you really got to play your levels or your missions, uh, you know. I dig kinda, it. Kind of correctly. So it's like it's all it's kind of strategy there, too. But, yeah, as the time goes on, the nothing eats the world. So mm-hmm. you're playing against the time. And when your guy dies, you don't get him back. So I, I mean, dig could, it. You, I dig it. Into like, I mean, you could, if you play it wrong... All you could have left at the, at the end is Nathan Drake and Yoshi. <laughs> and you're like, fuck. <laughs> Shit. You know, <laughs> I like, think... It's I, like, all right, Drake, hop into Yoshi's mouth during this level to save no. yourself. <laughs> That's right, everybody bubble up. <laughs> yes. I think I, I think that you should go one more, man. You should bring in, like, levels from, like, all these different games, too. Like, all right, you need, like, the, um, you need, like, the, the terrible lava cave from Aladdin. You know, like, the, uh, the, the, the dam... Stage from Ninja Turtles Nintendo. I mean, like all the wor- all the worst <laughs> stages in the world. Well, we don't want to make the game suck. Well, no, it's just like it already sounds like a hard game, you know. Well, yeah, exactly. It's already hard, so we want to put. I mean, the Ninja Turtle swim levels were just bitches. I'll never play those again. No. But but taking with that, when you run up into a boss, you have to fight the boss in their kind of fight level. So if you run into the Sub Zero, all of a sudden it's you know two guys. And it goes fight. <laughs> and you're going 2D action against each other. Or if you run into Bowser, you got to get over the lava bridge and flip behind him and hit, and hit the uh, axe or whatever it is to knock him down. I love it. You know you know what this reminds me of? Uh, Saturday morning RPG. Shit, I don't even know what that is. Did I, think... I just off an idea? <laughs> no, I mean, I, you know, it's not like an... I mean, I, I think everybody has had this idea, which is, like, pretty awesome. No, it's this... Uh, it's like it's like a total mashup of like, um, and I've mentioned it on the show before. Like it's like taking everything we loved about like '80s cartoons and throwing it all together into like one game. But um, and it's available on Android and iPhone and you know mobile. 
But I mean, this could totally work. Cause here, here's here's what everyone's saying already. Mm-hmm. But Eric, how would you get Nintendo guys to agree to be in a game with PlayStation guys and Xbox guys? Blah blah blah. Oh, by the way, throw a couple Angry Birds in there too. Who fucking oh, there cares? You go. Um, so here's the thing: you just produce the game and make it available for all systems. Mm-hmm. So Nintendo, Xbox, and PlayStation all have their own version. And when they have a commercial, they can pimp their guys a little bit more. There you go. Make their guys a little bit stronger or whatever, but they still have to offer all the good guys and all the bad guys, no matter what. So it's like, you know, you're playing on Xbox, and, you know, like, at the very bottom of the screen, you can select Crash, Bandicoot. Yes. <laughs> but at the top is, like, Master Chief. You know, oh. so... The, but, but it's offered on all systems, so it's like everyone's going to make some money just a little bit. You know, not a mm-hmm. ton, but we'll all appreciate it. And let's face it, it'll be the greatest selling game of all time. Oh, of course. Well, everybody's in it. Yeah. So, and then, and then you can just, um, and you could play up to 30 people online. <laughs> multiplayer. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you just have to take your turn. You know, you, you know, Wait, no, no, no. You just need to throw everybody in. Everybody in. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like yeah, all our, 30 players jump in. Exactly. Like, all right, it's like a fighting style level. Fine. 30 versus ones. Fucking do it. That'd be, yeah, like there's a whole shit ton of zombies and you just bring all your friends. They're like, all right, Earthworm Jim and Wolverine, you go to the right. <laughs> Leon Kennedy and Sweet Tooth, you go to the left. This is good. This is what's missing from games. It's like, I don't want to play as your shitty creative character. I want to play as Earthworm Jim, you know? That's, that's what I'm always saying. Like, I don't want to create a character and be in the famous world. I want to be the famous character. I want to be like a ton of robots and it looks like it's going to be bad. And all you've got left is Mario and Liu Kang. And they shake hands and then Liu Kang goes like, with his feet all the way through the robots and Mario's like boing boing bouncing off the top I mean this is what we want and it's like in the days of like I mean we've been trained now to think that anything is possible these True. days you know and like and if it's not possible people just raise money on Kickstarter for it anyways <laughs> so it's like like I feel like this could happen I feel like the only thing that's stopping this is like collaboration from CEOs well you know it's like uh, you know there's been a lot of collaboration lately you yeah, know, like, so make this happen, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I, I don't know. I feel like, you know, like uh, if the video game industry, you know, was tanking, there would be like this game would happen. They'd be like, all right, dudes, we need to bring everybody back into the fold, and the only way to do it is with a luc- ludicrous pitch like this. Yeah, wouldn't it be awesome if like, like Magneto's on the screen, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and he's got Master Chief like by the balls because he's got all that metal armor. <laughs> by like, his metal oh shit. Balls. Yeah, they're like, what are we going to do? And they're like, Solid Snake's like, I'll take him out. And he's like, ha ha, not with your metal knife and sniper rifle. So he's done. And then Peyton Manning just steps up and whips a football at Magneto's face. <laughs> or even better, his dick. Oh, God. Like, ah, oh, Peyton Manning, I knew you were going to come in handy during this game at some point. <laughs> yes. Everybody knows. It's like it's like Pokemon, you know, like like different types. You know, like, you know, if, if you have a fire type, you know, he's going to do well against a water type. If you have a football type, it's going to do super effective damage against nut type. Yeah, and it's like, what happens if, like, The Undertaker is just beating the shit out of Link, and then you swap in Optimus <laughs> Prime, and he transforms into a semi, just runs him over. I love it. I love it. Somebody needs to get on this, dude. Get on this. Or at least tell us, like, what you would contribute to this game. Yeah, and you only get one bar of health. So it's like, even though you've got all these guys, and they're, like, the best, when they die, they're dead. And you only get 120 hours, and, like... You've got to hurry up and try to accomplish some missions because you might have needed something in this city, but you waited too long and now got killed by the nothing. So I think you should make it like like a little bit like like zombie you like it's trying to do right now, like where one dies and then you instantly pick up another dude and you have to like hunt down their corpse to get all their items. Yeah, so like you could you could totally th- do like a sacrifice play and be like 
you know, like, Mario, Mario, alright, I know you're going to die up against this dude, but just, like, open this door, open this door and, like, die, so we can go through the other door. Yeah, and it's like, you know, we've seen Mario fight Bowser a thousand times, mm -hmm. you know, but we haven't seen Mario fight Shredder yet. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> I right. Like, I, I like when we switch stuff up. It's like, in the 90s, we collected comic books, and there was, Marvel had this Axe of Vengeance uh, series where all the villains pick new partners to kill. Really? And it was working like Magneto took on Spider-Man and Juggernaut beat the shit out of Thor. How, wait, wait. How the fuck could Magneto lose to Spider-Man? No, no. Magneto was beating him. Oh, good. It was, so, yeah. It was acts of vengeance. Loki actually masterminded it all. Ah. And he just took all the top villains and told them to fight different uh, good guys who weren't used to it. So Thor had no idea what Juggernaut was about and just got crushed. Awesome. So they all kind of switched up. It was pretty cool. <laughs> that's like that's like wife swap or something. You know? What yeah, I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like... You know, I mean, I think it'd be awesome. It's like, you know, Mega Man thinks he's so awesome that Darth Vader's going to fucking force choke him like the bitch that he is. <laughs> Maybe while Darth Vader's in there force choking, people be like, eh, I'm just going to do some corrective surgery on your spine so you could do yeah. more than just stand. And yeah, Mega, Man, Mega Man's like, oh, shit, I'm not going up against Woodman. Yeah, that's right. Hey, man, he's like, no, you're going against Vader, bitch. No, no he's, going, he's going up against Force Man. <laughs> yeah, but then you never know. But then, um, then he tags in. Guybrush Threepwood, mm -hmm. and he gets into like a a limerick contest with him and beats him. Yes, that's right. <laughs> unless unless he's Australian, everybody knows that's his that's his weakness. Yeah, that terrible fourth game that I I to this day I'm like oh fuck it didn't happen. I'm the tired. Third. This would be this would be fucking awesome. Yeah. So uh, I I was watching uh God I don't know if you retuarians out there have played any of the Zork games. Have you, Eric? You mean like from the eighties? From like the seventies to eighties, yeah. yeah, yeah, way back in the day. Way back in the day. Well, they didn't. They never actually stopped making Zork games. Uh, they they graduated from text adventure to like point and click adventure. They they just they didn't never stop making them. People just stopped playing them. That's right. And I think one of the reasons, one of the biggest reasons why the the whole adventure genre died is because like, God, like adventure games just got more and more and more nonsensical. Not like. Like, ridiculous! Kind of a nonsensical, but just like a, why the fuck would you even think to use the mirror with the magnet with the uh, donut to solve a puzzle? Those things were so dumb. Yeah, so I was, so, so now with YouTube, we can actually watch these painful, painful to play games. Somebody knows what they're doing on like a, um, on like a great uh, walkthrough. Uh-huh. So I was, I was watching, um... What, Zork, Grand Inquisitor, and uh, what's another Zork one I was playing? Or <laughs> playing, watching. <laughs> Zork, Grand Inquisitor wasn't bad. I will say, like, the puzzles kind of made sense. They're giving you tons of hints throughout all of it. But the one that came right before that was just, like, nonsensical, boring, what the, like, like, retracing your steps for, like, a long-ass time for no reason. It was uh, like adventure games that have like that have like nonsense puzzles just like eat me up. And do you remember we used to have the Star Trek twenty fifth anniversary game? Mm. That was point and click adventure with a little bit of action, but there was a point in time where we had no fucking idea how to proceed. Yeah, yeah, you just uh, and and there were, the internet didn't exist, so there was no strategy guides online yet. No, and you, you I mean, you couldn't even buy them. Really, yeah. it's like you just had to like go and like check your local Game Pro magazine and pray, but uh, but I I do remember your friend. I think it was Mike Cruz. 
he uh, he wrote to the game's developers saying like, "Hey guys, I can't figure out this puzzle," and they sent him a letter giving the the puzzle like uh, how to how to solve it. That's pretty nice because there's like five people playing the game. I know. <laughs> in the world, they're like, "Oh, a letter, a letter. We got us a letter. What yeah. does it say? Open it." <laughs> they all sang in the offices. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Help him. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey guys, somebody couldn't figure out puzzle number forty three. <laughs> oh, that was Rob's. Robby Dick. We told you it was too hard. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to remember what which Zork I was watching, but it was just like seriously, I just can't believe how bad this is. Everybody in the comments just like, I just can't believe they thought this was a good idea. I mean, let's face it, that, that's how I feel about all of them, so you don't really need to tell me exactly which one it was. <laughs> I love I love the first Zork. It was amazing. You type things in, and, like, it typed things back at you that were, like, witty and fun. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And, you know, some of us that had pen and paper, we appreciated that there was, like, you know, the pen and paper uh, RPG, sort of. Mm. I got some funny Thunderdumps while you're trying to think of that Zork game. I think I think it was Return to Zork. Oh, of course. Yeah, oh god, it was so it was, it's just terrible, but it's so terrible that it's worth watching. I doubt it. <laughs> and like it's like the the last puzzle is basically like you just have to die over and over and over again to figure out a pattern and then eventually like 30 minutes in you will win. I tell you what, let's take a survey with our listeners. Do you want to can uh do you want to go online and listen to the Zork Return of the Zork and watch that? Or do you want to learn more about the Harvard Sex Club? What? Yeah, what is, what is Harvard that? Sex Club. Anything with sex, my ears perk up like exactly. a boner, like boner ears. That was trending today. Oh. I guess uh people at Harvard got students got permission to start a sex club. Like 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 um like good sex, like not like 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 sex awareness, like hey guys, no, use no, condoms, no, like like sex. exploring strange, awesome, kinky sex. Oh, weird! Like it was a club about it, and Harvard kind of like has to say yes, like as they do with all clubs. If it has enough representation, right. they just say we do not support or endorse these clubs, but they are student clubs. Well, that's nice. I mean, you know, like like uh, I have a couple friends who go to uh, cons. There are cons for uh, BDSM and you know, like other. Uh, uh, other sexual whatnots, and you know it's cool. All right, they got their own club. I just have to think, though. Although it sounds awesome for like a second, the more I think about it, like let's face it, uh, nudist colonies and <laughs> nude beaches mm-hmm. and swingers parties and yes. sex clubs—they're all just really gross, disgusting, ugly people. Well, like, there's no way hot people <laughs> go to nudist colonies or swingers conventions because they don't need to. It's the ugly people that are just like, you know what, fuck it. I just want to be naked. I don't care if I look like fucking toast that was left out for two months with a little bit of butter on it. <laughs> like, I'm just going to be naked. Fuck it. You know, it's like nudist colony is like one step after like fat people to go to Walmart. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they at least throw on like a little bit of cellophane and spandex. So I imagine that like uh, like everyone's going to show up to the first meeting of sex club. And then they're like, oh, God, we got to get out of here. Like they're just going to look around real quick and be like, no. <laughs> Nah, not doing this. First of all, it's going to be all dudes. And a couple <laughs> ugly chicks are like, yeah, let's get down with this. And they're like, nope, it's not nope. No, it'll be, it'll be one guy's girlfriend, and she'll just be like, fuck, stop staring at me, everyone. Yeah. So, anyways. Well, uh, well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, uh, yeah, I think there's a certain point where, you know, if you're into, like, you know, something kinky or, or strange, you uh, you don't really care what your partner looks like as long as they're into it, too. 
Yeah, I do care. So you well. know, and then there's the uh, the brown bag theory. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so we could continue talking about Har- Harvard Sex Club or Return of the Dork or whatever you're talking about. Return of what? No, shut <laughs> up. That's a terrible or, joke. That's terrible. Or we could talk about the North Korean unicorn lair. <laughs> I saw this. Yo, North <laughs> the Korea. Cl- <laughs> the North country of North Korea says they just found a unicorn lair. That's right, and they and they, it wasn't just like, like some kind of like you know like oh we found some fossil evidence. Then no, they're like, our king was king of the Korea back in the day, and he had a creature at his beckoning, and it was a unicorn. We found its lair. Yeah, and it's like there's like a a big statue sign on the outside of the cave or something saying unicorn lair. Yes. <laughs> Which I'm not sure when the sign was put in there. <laughs> I I just love it. You know when you're in like a brutal dictatorship. Even though it sucks for everybody, you can basically say whatever the fuck you want. And people will be like, oh, yes, of course. Oh, unicorn lair. Oh, great. No, our country's great. No, yeah, it's like that uh, Kim Jong-il's son who's running the place now. Um, yeah, he just makes up stuff about himself. Like, he's, he played 18 holes of golf and hit 11 holes in one. Oh, that was Kim Jong-il. <laughs> oh, also... it was the Kim Jong-il. <laughs> oh, yeah, like... So now, so so he does that, and now his son tops him and saying, oh, yeah, I found unicorn layers. <laughs> yeah, the lair of the unicorn. Found it. I know, it's like, it, why did it, I just question, like, the wording of that, like, you know, like, you could have said, like, unicorn stable, like, it just leads me to believe that they do not understand what a unicorn is, if they say it's, like, a lair, because you don't go to a lair to find a unicorn, lair is, like, this, like, rocky cavern, where you yeah. find, like, dragons and, like, other trolls, not, like, a prissy-ass unicorn. Well, Chad, have you ever found a unicorn? I guess not. And how the hell do you know how it lives, okay? Maybe they do <laughs> live in caves, all right? Maybe they don't live in grassy meadows like we mm-hmm. all thought. Maybe they don't run across uh, rainbows up in cloudland. Maybe they do live in fucking North Korea, which is the worst place ever to be a unicorn, <laughs> I would think. Dude. It's like, geez, move to Australia or something, unicorns, you maybe, dumbasses. Oh, my God. Check this out. Dude, I, I just figured something out. Maybe unicorn – or excuse me, unicornia. <laughs> maybe North <laughs> Korea is – is not actually brutal dictatorship. It's just a charade to protect the secret of the unicorn. I like it because, like, they shoot anyone that comes over the border. Exactly. They're like, they're like, oh my god, the world cannot know the information age. It would just spread like wildfire. So they're just like, let's keep everybody out. Nobody must know our unicorn lair. Mm. What if, like, the reporters that go over the line, they get hit, get kidnapped for years? What if? They just don't want to come back until we finally demand they get released. And they're like, no, don't send me back. You know, it's like the last season of Lost. Mm. I mean, maybe unicorn semen tastes uh, like like brewed gold. And then you just went there. What? You weirdo. We Why don't start- you go to Harvard Sex Club? Hey, are we here to talk about what unicorn semen tastes like? You no, know, they should have. When just- are we getting to that part of Sex Club? They should have just called it. I mean, you know, what What happens in Sex Club stays in Sex Club, Eric. The first rule is you do not talk about Sex Club. All right, we'll save that weird stuff for Sex Club, okay? I don't want to. You got so weird right there. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go and I'll be like, hey, guys, unicorn lair, who's with me? That's right. No, that's how I'm. That's that's like the new selling point to get in for Harvard. It's like, well, they got a sex club. I mean, yeah, I'm there, dude. I mean, like, you know, the skulls were weird enough, but now they have a unicorn lair. Of course, my college, we ran sex clubs out of our dorm rooms, so you know, <laughs> just wasn't all official. There wasn't a membership or anything. You know, you know, China has kung fu panda, and uh, North Korea has a sex club with unicorns. Yes. In caves. <laughs> all right. I, I just heard on the radio today that. Uh, if something is wet for uh, over 24 hours, you should throw it out. 
Okay. So uh, I think some of the unicorn caves, uh, they're going to have to throw them out. They're going to need some stables yeah. for the unicorns. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. And it was funny that it was unicorns. Like, that that's what they found there. I know. It's like it's kind of amazing. And I, I want to see the, um, the, 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 the North Korean, like, musicals and artwork with Kim Jong-un and unicorns now. Yeah. I just want to be like, you know, it's kind of like we're, everyone's afraid that Iran is soon going to be nuclear-powered. Yes. And now we're like, oh, fuck, North Korea's got the unicorns, though. <laughs> Shit, we need a unicorn defense missile system. That's right. To counter the magical effects. We need Mexico to come through with the chupacabras. That's right. Chupacabra <laughs> attack dogs. That's right. They all know that they drink blood, but maybe if they drink the, the blood of the unicorns, they'll go berserk and crazy and get all roided out and attack their masters. Oh. So that was pretty cool in the news, but there was, there's two. I got two other Thunderdumps, and they both are pretty awesome. All right, dump it. All right, one. All right, sorry, I got I three. That was one. Two. Uh, my kid, I got a one and a half year old kid. Okay. He was he took the TV remote because he wants to be like me, and he was jamming on the remote, and he found this new channel, and I am forever indebted to him. Okay. Now, um, we all know what the Hub channel is, right? The Hub is the channel that has Transformers Prime, Aquabat Super Show. It plays. All the it plays original GI Joe, original Transformers, Batman animated series, Superman animated series, and for you, Chad, My What's Little that? Pony: Friendship Is Magic. Hooray! Also plays Pound Puppies and Care Bears. I, I bet you like that too. I bet you Harvard has a Brony Club. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, anyways, so that's that's the Hub Channel, but most importantly, the Aquabat Super Show. Yeah. I do not get the Hub Channel. It's on a higher pay tier. I refuse to pay. Mm-hmm. So my kid hits this button. And they're on our channel. We get Cox Cable. What? Yeah, it's called C O C O C O X. Cox I mean, Cable. I, I know you're living in the South, Eric, but seriously, yeah. we get seriously. Cox Cable, man. It's big down here. C O X. Anyways, <laughs> so and they have this channel called Kids Zone, oh. where they split the channel into six screens, and they show you what's going on at all all six channels at once, and each channel is labeled. So there's like Disney, Nickelodeon, hmm. um, there's Hub, there's Sprout, and there's a couple a couple other ones. Well, I only get three of those channels, and three of them I do not currently pay for. Hmm. So they've got all six of them on the channel, and then you just use your remote, and it just turns the volume on, on one channel at a time. Huh. So I got the hub on the bottom left, and I put the volume on that one, and I can now watch the hub channel for free. So wait. Oh, All right. Okay. Okay. Keep going. So I just have to – I mean, there's five other little – other channels going on at the same time, so it's a little distracting. But only one – channel has volume coming out at any time this is like that this is like the cosby show where one of his daughters moved out into this extremely poor uh apartment in a poor neighborhood and bill cosby came over to make fun of them and their crappy tv set and he's like what you know six channels what do you have to like stay like put your face up against the tv to watch it awesome so i get the hub for free now i just like it's one of six things going on all at once so it's kind of a small thing but at the volume just on one as long as you're not distracted by Disney and Nickelodeon all going off at the same time, you just focus on one corner of the television. I'm thinking maybe of putting some cardboard over the rest of it. <laughs> I can now watch uh, Transformers Prime and Aquabat Super Show for free. Wow! Just at a, a small corner. Wow, it's like it, it's like you have a 12 inch TV. Yeah, so I like I just cheated the system, and I didn't even know I could do it. My kid just like pushed in some buttons and magically made it happen. So I was like, "Thanks, dude." That's that's amazing, man. I mean, that's that's kind of funny. I mean, what if you? I mean, now that I'm an adult, I find it that you know I don't have enough time to do everything that I did as a care carefree teenager. Maybe this is my solution. Maybe I could just watch six things at once, 
and then somehow my brain was sorted out later during sleep time, and uh, then I'd be all caught up. I mean, it's pretty like you know, I I'm I'm actually I'm able to zone in on just the one without getting too distracted. But the good thing is when it's on commercial, you just mouse the volume over to one of the other channels and watch that for a little bit, and then you can and then you know exactly when your show's back on because it's still on in one of the screens. That's cool. Hey, I bet you could zoom in using your TV settings too. Oh, see exactly. So if anyone gets Cox Cable, uh, <laughs> it's um, channel channel nine nine eight, way up there. Wow. Uh, and if you don't get Cox Cable, if you get, you know, like Comcast or something, I bet you they got something similar. You know, most TV things are Time Warner. Go look for a Kid Zone channel, man. I may have just saved you some money as long as you don't mind watching it in a small corner. That's amazing. I wonder what's going on inside your child's brain if they're watching six things at the same time. Maybe he, he's not allowed to. I make him read a book in the corner. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm watching this. I was like, thank you for finding this, son. Here is uh, No More Monkeys Jumping on the Bed. And uh, go over there. <laughs> Go, go away, kid. Turn away, kid. I'm watching my kids' cartoons. Yeah, whenever he starts watching TV too much, I just turn it off. So I was like, damn it. Yeah. Watch this when you're asleep. Anyways, that's pretty <laughs> cool. You're welcome. I'm helping you guys save money so I don't have to buy all the channels out there. All right. Or you can just wait for somebody to put it on YouTube like I do. Yeah, I do sometimes, but YouTube's getting better at getting rid of that shit. That, yeah. Watch cartoons online is pretty good, though. That one's still got it. That's true. You know, I, 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 I think last month I tried to find, like... Um, a copy of like uh, Superman versus the Elite uh, online. Yeah. I was unable to find it. Yeah, and you know, it pisses me off because you try and find it on YouTube, and it's like a fifty different channels have it, but mm-hmm. it's just the they're just fucking with you, and you go yes. there, and it's just like, oh, well, we don't actually have it. You have to go to our site to get it, and you're like, I go. Yeah, but they all say, hey, we got it, and they got like a screen grab of it, and you're like, yes. And then so they're liars, all of Lie- them, filth. I mean, I don't want to rent. The last thing I ever want to do, Eric. Like, like when I die, I will be like, ah, good. I died without <laughs> That's ever what I'll doing say when you this. die, too. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good. <laughs> I, want, I never, ever, ever want to pay $3 to watch a movie on YouTube. Like, Ooh, like yeah. you could find Superman vs. the Elite on YouTube, but you have to pay $3 to watch it. And I was like, fuck that. I'm sorry. This is YouTube. It's like, I thought this was, like, America, right? This is YouTube. Shit is for free on YouTube. Yeah. By the way, any one of our Jump Maniacs listening, if you can find The Dark Knight Returns Part 1 for free on the internet, please put the link on our Facebook oh site. Oh, my God. I need to see it. Please, please. You want me to Google that for you? All right. ThePirateBay.se. I don't want to go to Pirate Bay because I don't want it being tracked to my uh, ISP address. What? So, I don't I mean, know. I'm just waiting for that to go down hard one of these days. And I just don't want it coming back to me. Well, now there's like a six strike system, so actually you could pirate all you want until your ISP gets uh, gets updated with the yeah, six strikes, nah. and then they will send you like little little love notes in the mail, be like, yeah. "Hello." No, I don't. I, I, uh, I don't want FBI watch list kind of stuff. So what? if you got like, if you got like a clean link, I don't want to. I don't want a link where I can download it. I want a link where I can just watch it. Come on, man. It's like the FBI. So, all right, all right. The FBI, sure, they're watching us right now. They're listening to us record. They're, you know, they know your search engine history. Let's just say they know everything you ever posted on the internet. Who cares? Who cares? All it's right. Like- I was, I'm just asking if anyone has a link to Dark Knight Returns, it doesn't lead me to <laughs> like Pirate Bay, you know, just like legitimately somewhere else. Put it on there. I want to watch it. God. Please. You just need a, you just need a friend with like uh, expendable income. Yeah, I say yeah, someone could burn it to DVD for us if you really love us. <laughs> you know, Eric, why don't you just go to an anime con? They're probably showing it somewhere. I know. They probably are. I really like, want to see it. And part two doesn't come out until like February. Check this out. Uh, somebody, actually, actually, uh, a friend of mine, Eddie LeBron, the guy who made the Mega Man movie. 
Whoa, is that the guy who turns into Venom? No, <laughs> you're close. <laughs> no, no, this is like this is like the the short filmmaker, uh, the, like the short Mexican filmmaker version. I, actually, I don't know if he's Mexican or Asian. Maybe both. Oh, Eddie Brock. That's what I'm thinking of. Venom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie uh, LeBrock. It was close. <laughs> and then Kelly LeBrock was that model from the 80s on the car of the White Snake video, I think. Oh, cool. Is this love that I'm feeling? Oh, that's the wrong song. Yes. It's like, here you know, I go again on my own. No, that, that, that's the one. That, that is my penis that you were feeling. Oh, like God. You're feeling it in my mind. That's what's happening. All right. You just, oh, God, you always take that anyway, one. Anyway, anyway, so the guy who made the Mega Man movie, the Mega Man fan film, uh, which is pretty great. Uh, right. I loved it. It was campy, cheesy, had a lot of Asians. <laughs> it's like Asia. It, no, seriously, like Eddie LeBron, there was a time where it was like he cast like a ton of Asians in his movies. It was basically like Asians on Parade. Starring a ton of Asians. <laughs> it's like, when, when can you say that? I mean, unless unless you're going to like NYU and you live in Chinatown, which uh, I think he, maybe he did. Anyway, uh, he's coming out. He's he's finally premiering the final, final, final cut of his Sonic fan film at Magfest this year, mm -hmm. and he got Jaleel White to voice Sonic. Holy shit! I know. He got Urkel. He got Urkel, who who by the way did the voice of Sonic in both. The, the weird and, like, the awesome Sonic cartoons back in the day. Well, that's pretty awesome, too. Yeah, exactly. And everybody since then has just been doing a Jaleel White impression. Mm. Mm hmm So he got he got the real deal. He got Sonic to be in his movie. And it's all, like, uh, computer graphics. You know, so... Okay. But it's it's, it's kind of interesting. And I think you got to have big balls to, to make, like, a Sonic fan movie. You know, like, a whole feature film. Uh, and have Jaleel White come on and do it. Well, I do have some large potatoes. Well, you know. And Jaleel White's really not doing anything at this point. No, so. wait, dude, he's a he's a producer. Oh, I take it back. Sorry, Jaleel White. My he, bad. No, he does he does web content just like us. Oh, so, well then I I'd re untake it back. Then. That's right. <laughs> Hope he's getting paid more than we are. No, probably not actually. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody gets paid for shit on the web. I mean, the right. best, the like best, we just said, we should watch it for free. <laughs> the best the best you can do is be like a game blogger whore. You know, mm -hmm. where you're like, oh, please, I will do anything if you just send me your games for free. Because I have a big problem with paying $60 for new games. Please send me your free shit. Please, please, I'll do anything. I'll suck anything. I'll give you, like, a 10 out of 10 on anything. Just send me your shit for free, please. I like it. That's why game journalism is dead, people. Yes. Well, except for us. We give it straight up. That's right. Straight up. Saints Row the third fucking awesome game. Having yeah. so much fun cruising around. It's great. And, of course... The amazing Jennifer Hale uh, as the voice of my female, my female red, my red She-Hulk. Yeah. I've been rocking. Right, here's my last thunder dump. I Do put it. this on our Facebook page yesterday. About, yeah. I don't know if you saw it yet. Did you see the guy that created the actual Transformer toy? Yeah, that, it looks fucking great. Re a remote controls turns from a car that actually works. Like the car is a remote control car. You can zip it around your house, mm -hmm. and then you hit a hit a button, and it turns into a robot and walks around and fires projectiles out of his hands. Fuck yeah! Also known as the greatest toy of all time. Can you imagine all the Transformers we had were kids? Except now they transform and walk and move around his vehicles and shoot stuff remote controlled. You know, the only thing would be better is if you had like a like a talk boy inside, so you could insult people like ha ha ha, fuck you. You know, it's, with uh, it's got to be corners. so close. I mean, this is the greatest. Please make them for Christmas, Santa. Sorry about killing you in my book <laughs> at Vampire Slayer. That's right, you reincarnated him later. But yeah, um, but uh, holy shit! Like I was just watching this and I was just like, this is amazing. Like now, all we needed in that video was another Transformer so they could fight each other. That's like true. one that turns into like a knife. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> well, you know, that's that's the next big thing. I mean, you know, the internet was a huge revolution, right? Uh-huh. Television, radio, those are huge revolutions. The next big revolution is the um, is the make anything in your home revolution. And not just with Legos. You just go to the machine, like Star Trek, and push a button and be like, Earl Grey tea! And it makes the cup for you and pisses out the tea. <laughs> That's happening, dude. You know, these there's uh, MakerBot is uh, is like a low-tech... Uh, like cheap solution to to like a 3D printer, you can get you can get one for like I think like three grand something like that, but it's cheap, it's super cheap, and they're getting better. You can only use plastic right now uh, for those kind of maker bots. They come in a spool like a boondoggle, but they're they're incredible, and the technology just keeps getting better and better and better. And scientists, you know, they can print out skin, they can print out organs now. Yeah. I'm just saying organs. though, who cares about that shit? Transformer toys. <laughs> Actually, saying, transform. I'm saying, like, give it a give it like ten years, Eric. Ten years, and you won't need to go to the store anymore. It'll just be like, oh, what's on Amazon? Beep boop beep boop beep boop, and it just prints it out in your home. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So well, print, me, print me out some uh, unicorns. Is all I'm saying. I just thundered up the shit out of myself, so I'm good. But uh, follow us on Wrestlewear TV, eldergeek.com, iTunes, which we they're struggling, but we keep them uh, their heads above water. And, uh, of course, <laughs> jumpinpodcast.com and go to our Facebook page. And please, you've heard our awesome game ideas here. Um, if you've played St. Rose, uh, get on there and tell Chad how <laughs> awesome you, it is. If, if you play the St. The, the uh the, ro- the rowing game with the Saints. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. The Row Saint game. <laughs> uh, if you played that, tell Chad about it. Uh, and if you uh, like our video game idea, tell us like what other characters... You guys are bad guys you want to see take on the nothing or what kind of level ideas. Any ideas you have, let's expand upon this before we get someone smarter than us to make it. All right, now, but, but before we lose everybody, all right, RetroWare TV is not underwater. I'm just saying. No, so, I said so, iTunes was. Oh, iTunes? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Have you listened to our own podcast, Chad? I can't. I can't. I'm too busy browsing RetroWareTV.com. Oh, I said listen to us on RetroWare TV, ElderGeek, uh, ElderGeek.com, iTunes, which is barely above water, but mm-hmm. we, we uh, help them out. That's right. That's we're the like, order I said it in. We're like, this one's for free, iTunes. Just throw them some charity. Go on RetroWare TV right now and watch uh, and look at their cartoon called Power Strip by one of our fans, Dexter Morrill. It's awesome. It's funny. So check okay, it out. Yeah. Actually, I think it's kind of funny. I think it's even better now that like people are reviewing uh, retro games like Super Nintendo games because it's been a long time. I mean, like a lot of us, you know, we grew up with the Super Nintendo, let's say, uh, and we had it, you know, it's like kicking around our parents' basement, you know, and we're like, oh, pick it back up, do like a retro review. Now it's been like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Right, people. It's like 2002. People were doing Super Nintendo video reviews. It's been 10 years, and people are like, "Yo, check out this really old ass game." They should just review the video game reviews. <laughs> like, hey, remember when that fat nerd <laughs> reviewed that game 10 years ago? Oh, let's let's go back and look at that. I I thought about doing that, man. But like, if you like, it, it's all right to like piss on some video reviewers, and they piss on each other. But their fans are fucking psychos. Yeah. Oh man, it's like all right. You can you can make fun of the irate gamer. That's okay, but like his fans will fucking rip you a new one. Same with. Well, Sh- I, I like all their fans, and I like our fans. Our fans are the best. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Oh, and dude, the angry video. Speaking of which, the angry video game nerd just dropped a trailer on the world. He's he he has a feature film. That's oh, I out. saw it. I saw the trailer. It looks amazing, dude. I was like, yo, as somebody commented, they're like, yo, he rented Hummers. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty uh, high tech. 
It was great. I, I'm I'm so happy for him, and uh, I'm sure he's going to be showing off. He's going to be at Magfest. He's going to be showing off more of the food, more of the movie, and it'll be the most packed thing there. Always uh, is after our panel, of course. Oh, that's true. I mean, after you know, the panel we do. We'll be like, ah, here, James. Here you go. This is for free. Throw you some charity. Yeah, we'll actually tell some of the spill off from our panel to go to other people's panels <laughs> to right. make them feel better. That's right. They're like, all right, you maniacs in the back. All right, break off and just go to other people's panels and enjoy them, and that's your mission. Except you. You show us your titties. That's right. That's right. All right. Now put them back into your triple uh, XL uh, t-shirt, and uh, I want to pluck up my own eyes now. Yeah. All right, man. I'm going to go eat a cookie. All right. Good. Ice cream for me. Bye. Bye. Jump now. Engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand. One shall fall.